This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Arundel County Police Department has released a little bit more information on yesterday's strange incident up in Brooklyn Park that left a woman dead and a man in custody after fleeing police who were trying to arrest him. The suspect has been identified as a 52-year-old male from Severn who did have outstanding warrants for a violation of a protective order, assault, and trespassing. The victim in this incident has been identified as Heather May Noakes, 52, of Curtis Bay, Maryland. If you'll remember, the fugitive apprehension team was trying to serve a warrant on the suspect. They surrounded a tow truck that he was driving. He backed up and then took off. One of the officers did fire a single round into the vehicle as the truck was fleeing. The truck did veer out of the parking lot and onto Church Street in Brooklyn, where the adult female was ejected from the vehicle and run over by the back of the truck. While police were tending to her, additional police attempted to locate the truck, and they did find it abandoned in an alley in the 1600 block of Poplin Street in Curtis Bay, and they were able to find the suspect nearby. After a brief foot chase, he was arrested. He's been charged with second-degree murder, first-degree assault, theft of a motor vehicle, resisting arrest, as well as the other charges on the outstanding arrest warrants. He has been held at the Jennifer Road Detention Facility on a no-bond status. Yesterday afternoon at 5 p.m., the governor, as well as the superintendent of schools, briefed the state on the status of COVID as well as the schools. Some of the highlights from Governor Hogan were that the COVID positivity statistics are very good for Maryland, under 4.4 percent. To put it in perspective, Arizona has a 24 percent positivity rate. Anne Arundel County here is 4.12. He did say it was troubling that positivity for Marylanders under 35 is increasing, and that now sits at 6.57, and they are keeping a tight eye on that. He emphasized that it's critical for Marylanders to cooperate with the contact tracers. If you get a call that says MD COVID, you want to make sure that you answer it and give them the information that they can to see if we can help get this thing under control. Again, he did remind everybody to wear a mask. You're safer at home. Telework if possible. Avoid public transportation, social distance, and avoid large gatherings. About the economy, he said that 97,000 jobs have been reclaimed and the unemployment rate is 30% lower than the rest of the country. He reiterated again that jurisdictions are allowed to be more restrictive, but the state is really encouraging those local jurisdictions to enforce the restrictions, especially in restaurants and bars. He did say that the state is prepared to roll back some of the reopening measures. However, right now, the numbers are positive and the state is not considering any rollbacks at this point. In a somewhat related story, Baltimore City has rolled back some of that and they have eliminated any in-restaurant dining. When Dr. Salmon took to the podium, she said that the driving goal for all decisions is to get the students back into the classrooms, but not at the expense of the health of students and staff. Generally, local schools are going to be able to determine the opening in coordination with the local health departments. She did say the state will set some regulations. They must follow CDC guidelines. Masks must be worn by all staff and students. They must adhere to any restrictions by the state health department for an outbreak, which is defined as one. And there are several benchmarks that they need to meet, including equity, learning gaps, transportation, sanitation, cleaning, attendance, and sports guidance. No word on Anne Arundel County whether we're going to have sports in the fall. My guess, no, but we'll see. Dr. Salmon also did say that $100 million will be available to get technology into the hands of all the students across the state, and there is another $100 million that will be available for tutoring. 
All told, $255 million of the CARES Act funding that the state will be receiving will be going to education. I did something very cool yesterday. I went and saw the new Michael E. Bush Annapolis Library. They did have the grand opening yesterday, as well as a virtual ribbon-cutting ceremony, and it is a beautiful facility. They dropped $24 million into it, and it's the first new library in the county in 16 years. It's 32,000 square feet. It has 85,000 books and materials. And I did learn that they are all brand new. They didn't put any used stuff in there. That has a vending cafe, a maker space, a tech zone, a teen area, children's area, outdoor play space, six little collaboration spaces, which are like meeting rooms, two larger meeting rooms, tons of stuff. It's hugely environmentally friendly. It has earned a gold status by LEED. And they do have five electric vehicle charging stations out back there as well. Probably one of the coolest things in there doesn't have anything to do with books or anything that they have in there, but it's the floor of the lobby. And it is a digitized nautical map of the Chesapeake Bay. It's an old map, but is it actually oriented right for north, south, east, west? And you can actually see the old bay as you walk in to the lobby as well as into the cafe. It's really very kind of cool. They did kick off the day when six-year-old Jackson Giordano from Annapolis checked out the first batch of books through the automatic checkout thing. He slid his library card underneath it, read it by the barcode, then he started scanning the books and off he went. This branch, like all branches, is going to be open from 10 to 7 Monday through Thursday and 10 to 5 Friday and Saturday. And it will be open on Sundays from 1 to 5, but only September to May. That is COVID hours. But do get over there to check it out. It's on West Street. There's plenty of parking. It's easy to get in, easy to get out. There is a new pedestrian signal right there in front. So if you're walking from Homewood or any of the surrounding neighborhoods, it makes it real easy to get there. Great new asset for the city of Annapolis. Some bummer of news. The Maryland Renaissance Festival yesterday announced that they are not going to open up this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. We spoke with Joel Smith, who is the general manager of the Renaissance Festival on Tuesday, and we did know that it was getting very, very close to decision time. Obviously, on Wednesday, they did make that decision to not hold the festival this year. I did leave his piece in the podcast we released yesterday afternoon about events and COVID because he really had some very good points, and I think it is worth listening to. We also had Paul Jacobs from the Annapolis Boat Shows on as well, and as of now, the boat shows are still a go. And finally, as we wrap it up, this is just a reminder that this Friday is the deadline for the Customer and Employee Protection Grant Program from the Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. If you are a business in Anne Arundel County that has less than 50 employees or in good standing with the state of Maryland, you can get a grant of up to $10,000 to cover any kind of your PPE expenses, personal protective equipment. But it's kind of wide reaching there. Cleaning products, cleaning services, signage to tell people where to stand, where to go, technology to facilitate e-commerce. You need to get touchless credit card things, Apple Pay. It could even go to buy a car if you wanted to get into mobile delivery operations. It's all about keeping the customers and the employees safe. Very easy to apply. You can go right to aaedc.org. You can apply right online. And from what I'm hearing, it is a very quick turnaround, like two to three days before it shows up into your bank account. So, If you are a business in Anne Arundel County and you're having tough time paying for all this stuff to keep everybody safe, there's up to $10,000 available for you. Again, this is a grant. You do not pay it back. And this has come from County Executive Stuart Pittman, who dropped $5 million into this fund from the CARES Act money that the county received. Again, aaedc.org is the website. July 24th is the deadline. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. 
Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for updates to these stories and more throughout the day. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that as well. And let your friends and family and colleagues know how to get a hold of a podcast, how to get a hold of this one, and how to download or subscribe to it. It is Thursday, so we do have Trevor standing by with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And as we have every day, George Young is here with your local DMV weather forecast. And all of that is coming up in just one minute. But here's Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, July 23rd. Yesterday brought more heat to the Annapolis region, though not quite as hot as the past few days. And it also brought a strong line of afternoon storms. And today will likely bring much of the same with temps 90 plus for the majority of Anne Arundel County, along with another good chance for PM showers and storms that may last into the AM hours on Friday. But skies will clear a bit Friday afternoon with highs 86 to 93 degrees across the region ahead of a weekend that is expected to bring a ton of sunshine with temps in the 88 to 96 degree range each day. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. The SBCA of Anne Arundel County invites you to take the plunge challenge. Post a picture or video on social media of your pet cooling off in the Severn River or your kiddie pool, maybe the quiet waters doggy beach, wherever, is the hashtag TakeThePlungeChallenge. Donate if you can and share with your friends. This summer, the SBCA Puppy Plunge goes virtual so you can still help care and find homes for surrendered cats and dogs. For details, go to aacspca.org. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tonight, down in London Town Gardens in Edgewater, they're doing another Colonial Cocktails workshop, this time with Bounce and Bumbo. You'll get to make and enjoy two historical drinks and learn about Colonial Tavern culture. This session will explore Bounce, a pleasant concoction of fruit-steeped brandy, as well as Bumbo, a common rum punch. On Saturday at London Town, check out their children's tie-dye tote workshop. Design your own London Town-inspired tie-dye tote bag and learn about some of the natural materials used to make dye. 
Also on Saturday, Books for International Goodwill is having another one of their big book sales. They're not taking book donations right now, but they are having one of their regular book sales this weekend. Brought to you by the Pearl Rotary. Blended Essentials up in Serena Park has some more summer camps going on. They're making candles, soaps, bath bombs, lotions, and more. Next week is their sixth summer camp, and it's Olympics themed. Anne-Marie Sculpture Garden down in Solomon's has a bunch of online activities, but also some in-person ones. Today and tomorrow, they're doing an outdoor family clay date, making garden gnomes. Make clay gnomes for your garden in a small, socially distanced group and paint them with colorful underglazes. You'll need to leave your creations to be fired in the kiln, but you can pick them up a couple weeks after the class. Also check out some of their wheel throwing ceramics classes. Also today at Anne-Marie, check out the Green Queen's art scene in their virtual art lab, upcycling household items into eco-friendly art. On Saturday, they're having another Artini virtual paint party. On Sunday, check out their Insectable, their annual insect festival with lots of safe outdoor fun. On Monday is the outdoor art lab making insect slime. And then on Wednesday is a teen paint party virtual camp with a new painting each week. Wine and Design in Annapolis is offering take-home kits still. This week, check out Baby Sea Turtles, Blue Crab Maryland Flag, Swirly Sunflowers, Palm Oasis, Sandy Claws, Queen Charlotte, and Wine and Flops take-home kits. The Kid Museum up in Bethesda has more online fun. This week's Make It classes involve music makers, with lessons like DIY drum kit, creative noisemakers, upcycled string instruments, wacky wind instruments, and make your own band. Also check out their Make It Summer Camps, streamed right to your home, including community kids for 6th through 9th graders next week, and more classes in the following week. Code Ninjas in Edgewater is still open with coding camps and summer camps. The Annapolis Streaming Facebook group has some more online streaming music events. Tonight, check out Live Art Maryland's Quarantiny Concert, as well as Oh Susanna and Boogie Babes. Tomorrow, check out Mark Meadows in the Movement, streaming live from the mainstay. Also tomorrow, and again on Wednesday, check out Larry Lay's 2020 streaming tour, first streaming from Middleton Tavern and then from Brian Brew. Tomorrow, Monday and Wednesday, Spencer Joyce has a live stream. In addition to his personal streams, on Saturday, Spencer Joyce will also be performing and broadcasting live from the Crooked Crab Brewing. Art Farm in Annapolis does registration open for their summer camps starting in August, including mixed media sculpture, art Annapolis, street art graffiti and public art, and graphic design camps. And also be sure to check out Art Farm's virtual classes. Starting next week, check out Virtual Botanical Drawing for Beginners, and there's more online classes coming in August. The Clay Bakers in Annapolis has a bunch of take-home kits, as well as their Art Rages summer camps. Next week, they're doing Hitting the Beach for ages 6+. plus. All campers will create fun projects ranging from pottery painting, glass fusing, clay sculpting, tie-dye, wheel throwing, and more. The Anne Arundel County Public Library System has a bunch of online things as well. They're continuing with their Facebook Live story times every weekday. Also, today, check out Black and Queer in Media and Entertainment, a virtual conversation on African-American and queer issues regarding the representations through visual media amidst ongoing concerns of racism and homophobia. Also tomorrow, check out Uncle Devin's Animal Madness, live music for children, as well as another great movies discussion, this time with Leon Moran, Priest, which can be watched through the library's access to Canopy with a K. On Saturday, they're doing Family Trivia. On Monday, they're doing another Mondays or Murder online true crime discussion. This month's discussion centers around Wayne Williams and the Atlanta Child Murders. On Tuesday, check out Stevens Puppets Presents Goldilocks and the Three Bears, as well as an adult book club featuring the Inquisitor's Tale by Adam Gidwitz. And then on Wednesday, there's another intro to library ebooks and streaming options, with plenty of things to keep you occupied and entertained. And then next week at Annapolis Makerspace on Tuesday, we're having our monthly general meeting, online of course, and you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And remember, whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. It's the most important ring you'll ever have. It's the one that goes on the third finger, left hand. It's the engagement ring we design and create for a couple in love. It may not be the biggest diamond you'll ever own, or the most expensive. It might actually be quite modest, but there will never be a more important one. 
Look at what it's saying, and we'll say, forever. This is one of the delights that comes with doing what we do, being part of all that here at Zachary's Jewelers. And with six designers on staff, there's nothing you can imagine that we cannot create. If you'd like to design your engagement ring with us, come to Zachary's. Zachary's, online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. More than a jewelry store, a jeweler. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.